Welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. If you want to call in and join the conversation, the phone number is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to email your, me your questions and comments, I've been getting some of those. I've been getting emails. I've been getting uh, comments sent to the radio station, um, which is fantastic. I love it. And uh, apparently my, my drive-by comment person on Facebook uh, isn't calling in today. I'm, you know, it, it's so easy to take a shot at somebody and then not be willing to actually face them. Well, we encourage him to call in, you know, give us a chance. Absolutely. We'd love to talk about the topic. I mean, I would love to talk about the topic about why this person thinks I'm an extreme right wing, right winger, which I, I'm definitely not. Um, there's a lot of, lot of issues that I'm, I'm kind of just have that attitude like, well, um, live and let live. What, you know, now I want to, uh. I've got a, a thing I want to talk about, this Rule 2.13. Now, this is happening in New York. Kathy Hochul is like the biggest communist in the world. I mean, that woman, even if you look at her, you can tell she looks evil. I mean, that, that's just my thought. Next to MLG. Next to MLG, which MLG, she's got this attitude like she treats us all like we're a bunch of little children. You know, she talks down on us like we're little children. Um, and... Which sometimes makes me wonder if she actually is so delusional that she believes the crap she's saying. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. That's why I call her the tiny tyrant. And I have nothing against small people. I have some small people that are good friends of mine. I'm simply saying it because she's a small person which is making up for uh, her smallness by being a tyrant. Yeah, a lot like Napoleon, Napoleon Complex. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Only I think Napoleon was a nicer guy than she is, honestly. <laughs> Did you guys watch the movie recently, the, uh, Napoleon? It was really good if you haven't yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Okay. Um, and if it's true to, true to how Napoleon really was as a person, he was very interesting. Mm. Um, it, they didn't portray him as being... Um, inherently a tyrant as a matter of fact the the government that he came in and replaced in france were tyrants i mean they were chopping people's head off on a regular basis and the movie opens up with them the people had enough and they overthrew the government and uh they were hauling marie antoinette out to the gallows or no out to the uh, out to the chopping block and it starts the movie with with her having this ticked off look on her face you know she wasn't even humble even at the end and they stuck her in there and they cut her head off right that's how they started the movie because she was an evil tyrant yes and i believe people that are evil like that should be looking up when they do that yeah not down yeah so they don't they don't get the surprise they see it coming right right oh yeah so Anyway, so I want to, I've got a clip here uh, that I found on the Western Journal. I'm just going to play it. It's, it's from a news agency called NTD News, and where they're talking about this Rule 2.13 in New York City. Well, New York, okay? This is terrifying, okay? Um, okay, and if you guys are watching the video, you can watch the video on this too. Okay, here we go. 
New York, Governor Hochul's plans for quarantine camps may be in the works again. An appeals court just dismissed a lawsuit from lawmakers and citizen groups. Their attorney, Bobby Ann Cox, disagrees with the decision. We spoke earlier today. Bobby Ann Cox, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for joining us. To begin with, can you please explain the judge's ruling in this case and your initial response here? Yes, well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, so what happened was the Fourth Department Appellate Division here in New York State um, ruled that my plaintiffs, Senator George Borrello, Assemblyman Chris Taig, Congressman Mike Lawler, and a citizens group called Uniting New York State, um, didn't have standing to bring the lawsuit last year, uh, which, if, if you recall, we actually won the lawsuit last year at the trial court level uh, when the court ruled in our favor and said that this regulation that that Governor Hochul and her Department of Health made um, were, it was an unconstitutional regulation on multiple levels. Um, so now this appellate court, uh, which, you know, of course the governor and the attorney general appealed to this court, uh, they tried to overturn our decision. And yeah, the court came down and said, well, you know what? We're not even going to talk about the merits here, uh, whether or not this regulation was unconstitutional or not. Uh, we're just going to say, hey, you know what? We don't think you had the right to bring the lawsuit in the first place last year. And what's your uh, assessment of that decision? What's your assessment of the reasoning here? Yeah, it's pretty surprising, I have to say. Um, you know, the trial court judge last year didn't even discuss standing. Uh, you know, it was an argument that was brought up by the, the attorney general last year at the trial court. Um, but it's so obvious that we have standing that the trial court judge didn't even discuss it in his decision. Um, so it was very surprising, and, and I don't agree. My plaintiffs and I do not agree with this ruling. We do not believe that sitting New York State legislators and the, the people of New York State, um, you know, in a citizens group, don't have standing. It doesn't make sense. So um, right. we definitely disagree with this ruling. And just for our viewers, what would be the potential impact of this ruling for New York, for the rest of America? As you've said, it could have an impact on the whole nation. Yes. So uh, what has happened with this ruling is that they have said, in essence, the lawsuit last year, the ruling there isn't valid anymore. So what that means is that the Department of Health and Governor Hochul are open to reissuing that regulation if they want to, which means they can reinstitute their isolation and quarantine procedures regulation, which the judge had struck down last year. So if they can reissue that now, that means that it's going to be a valid regulation and it's going to be enforceable by the Department of Health, the governor, uh, the attorney general. So it, it's really a dangerous situation. You know, the other thing, and in addition to that regulation now being open to being reissued, the other problem is that this is really bad case law. Uh, you know, a court, an appellate court is saying that these legislators don't have the right to bring a lawsuit against the executive branch of government when they feel that the executive branch of government has usurped their power, has taken their power to make law. Yeah. You know, it's very clear, three branches of government, each branch has its own job, its own authority. And here, it was clear that the executive branch overstepped and reached into the legislative branch's powers. Yeah. You have to be able to challenge that in court. 
Absolutely. That is concerning. And in a tangible way, how might this affect people's lives, say, for a potential future pandemic or such? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, so the, the regulation can be reinstituted now because of this court decision. Um, so that means the regulation for any of your viewers who are n not familiar with the regulation, um, it allows the Department of Health to pick and choose which New Yorkers they can lock up or lock down without any proof that you're sick, without any proof you've been exposed to a communicable disease. There's no time limit. So they could lock you up or lock you down for days or weeks or months. There's no location restrictions. They can put you in any facility they want. They can either lock you down in your house or they can remove you from your house with the force of police and put you into a facility, detention center, whatever you want to call it, that they choose. You would have no say. And then once you're locked up or you're locked down, there's no procedure in this regulation that says how you get out of quarantine once you're in there. So, you know, just to give you an example, we were at the trial court last year arguing in front of the judge and the judge asked the attorney general, you know, if you take a family and you put them into a facility somewhere, how do they get out? And, you know, the attorney general said, well, you know, they could hire a lawyer and they could sue us. You know, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely. Bobby Ann Cox, You've done an amazing job representing these plaintiffs and driving forward this case. For any viewers out there who are interested. Is that crazy or what? That's scary. <clears throat> it's, so, no, it's no different than the Cowboys for Trump where they threw, uh, I forget his name. Coy, Coy Griffin. You know, yeah. they're still not done with Coy that, Griffin. That's right. Do you know, he's got to go to court on the 19th. Yeah, it's it just that, uh, and uh, and the January sixth, the people who have been in the gulag in, in the gulag for years now. Yes. Yeah, that's another very scary. This situation. is not America that I grew up in. Right. No. We now have political prisoners in we jail. We do. We do. So, in this article on the Western in the Western Journal, it says here that. Uh, this, this thing is called Health Department Rule 2.13. Are we tired of hearing the word health? Yes. Are you guys tired of hearing? Health is just a word that has been weaponized. Weaponized. You're absolutely weaponized. right. Weaponized. You know, and, this, and, and Kathy Hochul, <laughs> I don't think she has anything on the tiny tyrant here in, uh, in New Mexico. I really don't. I think they're both two peas in a pod. You know, they take health, they've taken the word health, yes. and they've weaponized it in every way imaginable. So now, you know, since they've normalized that health, because of health, you can justify any kind of tyranny, that now guns yep. are a public health issue risk. that's exactly Absolutely. right and jody right. you're that's probably right up your alley because mm -hmm. the this tyrant that we have here in new mexico mlg using the health to usurp the constitution not only of the united states but new mexico's constitution is a a close copy of the the u.s constitution it's a, it's, well that particular part of it is much more explicitly stated than yep. it is in the second amendment true so we have supposedly that protection already in our New Mexico state constitution. It's very clear that citizens have the right to carry, to protect themselves with, with arms and that that shall not be, no law shall be enacted to change that. And yet you can't go into the roundhouse with a weapon anymore. Not anymore. Right. Well, so this thing here, 
It's called Rule 2.13. And it says here that uh, last year the Times reported a New York Supreme Court judge threw out Rule 2.13 on the grounds that it violated due process. And it says here that uh, in November 17, uh, November 17 ruling, according to Albany Times Union, the Empire State's Fourth Judicial Department overruled a lower court ruling that invalidated a State Department Rule 2.13 that spelled out the powers of officials. Yeah, but so so now they've reinstated this thing, and so essentially what Kathy Hochul can do is. For any reason whatsoever, she can declare a public health emergency. They can send in the goon squad. I don't know if it'll be the FBI or the local police. And here's the thing that these people might say, oh, well, I'm just doing my job. I am so freaking sick of people saying they're just doing their job. Yes. You are violating your oath of office. You are a right. traitor to the United States. You are a traitor to our inalienable rights. So... Just saying you're doing your job, you sound like a Nazi when you say that. Mm-hmm. I was just okay. thinking Nazi. That's yes. exactly the excuse they used to get yeah. where, where they – and look what that ended up doing. Yeah. Six million Jews, innocent people yep. killed. So apparently in New York, the governor beca- – and, and apparently the legislature, they, just like the legislature in the state of New Mexico, they've just rolled over and they've just – They've just kind of uh, absolved their responsibility of doing their jobs, and they've let the executive branch become a dictator. And she can have people, you can call it whatever you want, you know, oh, well, these people, they're just, they're not sick at all. You know, right. she can she can take an entire family, have an entire ta- family drug out of their house, and imp- face it, it's imprisoning them. It is, yes. It's, it's putting them into a facility. Right, you know, uh, because it's for public health reasons, and then when they're there, there is since there was no due process to put them in there to start with, there's also new do, no due process to get them out. Right. That's the scary part. You can't get back out. Well, you just is there. Well, they they say, oh, we'll get a lawyer. It's like mm-hmm. uh, that's not the way it works in this country. That's no. right. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. It used to uh, be. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, to prevent that very thing from happening. Right. But no, New York now they can lock you up. They can put you in a facility, hmm. and then you have no procedure for getting out. So is Donald Trump still a resident of New York? Uh. Is he? I'm not sure. I missed what you said, Jody. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, is, is Donald Trump still a resident of New York? Is this maybe geared toward putting him in prison because well, they can't make it happen any other way? That's They're giving it every, uh, every effort that they can to do exactly that. Now, I think he has two residences. One's in Florida, one's in New York. So, right. uh, you know, which one's a permanent residence? I, I don't have an idea for that, but... I'm not sure it matters if that's where they're going with it. Well, that's right, because the power the power of these the control folks is so huge. We uh, little people right. don't have a clue how much power that is. I have seen it corrupt our local politicians that have made it to D.C. in the past. Uh, in, in as short as eight years, they go from 
wanting to do some good to being absolutely corrupt in, in right. a short period of time. Well, we saw that years ago we had um, we had a group of people that were the Tea Party that were elected. Oh, yeah, I was involved in that. Yeah, and so we got a lot of them elected, and then they just sort of became assimilated in the swamp. That's right. because of the money and the power and the limousines and the parties and the stuff. That's what happened to the Tea Party. Yeah. The, the, the founder of the Tea Party was corrupted from the money and the power in D.C. Yeah, it must be very powerful because it, it sure is, happens to a lot astounding. of good people. It's astounding. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, these people get into office, and they have, like, really nothing, and they get into office, and they play ball. They do what they're told. Right. And they're millionaires. And I mean, that is the most amazing creative financing I have ever seen, in which you can go from nothing to being a multimillionaire in just a few years. Right. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It didn't happen to me in 62 years, let me tell you. (laughs) No, it didn't happen to me in 61 years. Trying to do business. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... But it, it mirrors so much about, like, what's going on in New Mexico. I mean, we saw this during the height of the scandemic in which the legislature, they rolled over. You know, the, the Democrat Party, for the most part, they walk in lockstep. You know, they don't have minds of their own. You know, I was talking to <clears throat> somebody I know pretty well the other day that uh, works in the leg- legislature. Or no, it was uh, somebody else. Actually, I think it was Jay might have told me this. Uh, where he was talking to a Democrat uh, in which they're screwing over veterans. And they're taking all this money, and they're giving it to illegal aliens, and to get the money, they're taking money away from from veterans. And he's talking to this guy that's uh, a Democrat, but he's a veteran. It's like, dude, don't you understand? What, how can you be okay with this? And, you know, he's a veteran. But what's he do? Well, he he don't give a crap about veterans because he's a Democrat and he voted with the Democrats to screw over the de- the veterans. Yeah, we, we see that as a veteran, I have seen some of that going on. I also find interesting that there's, there are some, the Northern New Mexico is democratic to a, a, a big part. And yet when uh, recently being the last couple of years, there's been, efforts uh new mexico turnaround put out a video showing uh a number of democratic people living in northern new mexico who are saying their lands are being stolen by the democratic party and they're by the way i never call them the democratic party i call them the democrat party the democrat party because calling them democratics uh implies that they believe in democracy that's right and they don't yeah well and you know when you think about it a great deal of the parties both of them in dc are one they're a uniparty that that's like uh the ndaa being passed here by johnson and uh you know, I used to think he was okay, but I'm not sure. I'm not so sure now. Because there was a lot of stuff stuffed into the military uh, monies that have to do with things that the military shouldn't have to even do. When you're in the military, your job is to go out and kill people and fight wars and win wars and not... And break their stuff. That's right. And That's not, the fun part, right, like, is breaking their stuff. You know, the first one... <laughs> We didn't lose the war in Vietnam, by the way. That's but right. 
the government, McNamara and Johnson. McNamara, he was a disaster. Walter Cronkite is the one that killed us with his with his uh, media thing. So I'm still a little angry about that. But anyway, mm. uh, th- this is it's just getting worse and worse, and I don't I don't see a good ending. Well, you know I. I've been watching a, a series on the Daily Wire, and I, I mentioned it, I think, in last week's show called What We Saw. And they were talking about the the guy goes through talking about the uh, the Cold War, and he talks about the Vietnam War and, and the nonsense by which the way that war was being ran, um, in which they were literally just sending these fighter pilots to the slaughter. I mean, mm-hmm. they had airplanes that didn't have guns. They were only equipped with missiles that were just totally crap, and they couldn't hit anything with them. And then the, the, on top of that, the missiles on the planes that they, they had, which all they had were missiles, were designed to be like fire and forget, where hitting something before uh, the enemy can see you. But then McNamara, that idiot, instituted policy, well, you cannot, be fi- you cannot fire until fired, fired upon. upon. Okay, so what's the point of these missiles yeah. uh, that uh, we're supposed to be able to fire before that we're in range of the enemy? Now we got to see the enemy <laughs> before we can before we can use our missiles. I mean, and then they gave them planes that were just total garbage. They couldn't they couldn't keep up with the MiGs. Uh, they came up with terrible designs. They came up with the F one eleven, which was huge and heavy and unmaneuverable, and it was just like shooting ducks in a pond. Yeah. And the North Vietnamese would literally just wait for these these pilots in these planes to come on the same time every day on the same flight path using the same frequencies, mm-hmm. and they would just oh, oh here oh they'd be waiting for them so they lined up all their uh, their surface to air uh, weapons and just waiting for them to come oh here they come right on time let's shoot them all down and they, they that's the kind of war that was fought in Vietnam it was. In my opinion, it was criminal. I agree with and you. And McNamara should have been held in a military tribunal and put in jail. Yep. I would agree Executed. with that. Executed. You know, there's a there's a class that I teach that's called Refuse to be a Victim. And one of the big things is that you avoid creating a pattern. You don't create a pattern. Right. Because then it, it, the criminal is going to be observing and noting the pattern. Yes. And then you set yourself up for defeat, which is obviously what was apparently intended with that. It it makes you wonder, was it intentional? Yeah. I, I I don't know. You know, I, I used to have a job with the federal government. I worked for the FAA and at the Air Traffic Control Center here in Albuquerque. Good for you. And we <laughs> used to always have to take these classes all the time. They were always We always had a class we had to take. And so one class we had to take was just like something you just mentioned, Jody, about being unpredictable. Because sometimes we would travel uh, to go to training or whatever in other parts of the country and they always told us when you're traveling somewhere never wear your badge and always be unpredictable right and you know they talked about you know what room you should get in a hotel uh how you should establish your patterns or coming and going from places and not doing the same thing over and over again because then you can potentially become a target right exactly and that's exactly what they were doing in Vietnam, is they were setting these guys up to be shot down. Yeah, there was a lot of wrong things there. It was all, a great deal of it was about money, and uh, money was funneled back to uh, Johnson and Lady Bird, and it, I, you know, I saw so much waste over there. It, it was 
It was just pathetic. Just pathetic. Typical. And now we got Biden giving the Taliban and the rest of the Hamas and all our equipment from the uh, escape from Afghanistan. What a joke. What a how pathetic it is that mm-hmm. now we're sending our young youngsters to die because those the bad guys have got our stuff. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense. No. You know, and uh, and 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 Biden. You know, some of the ridiculous things this guy says. I, you know, it's unbelievable to me that this guy is the best that the Democrats can find. Isn't that scary? It is. It's really scary. Yeah, along with Kamala. Well. Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yeah. people joke around about that. Giggle girl. Yeah, giggle girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I talked about that years ago about why people giggle like that. It's a nervous thing. It is a nervous thing. Yeah. It's a nervous thing because you know that you're lying, um, and it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Obama, it, probably one of the we- worst speakers I think I have ever heard. He would read a speech, and he did. He, you know, you got to admit, okay. Whether or not you like Obama or not, he was really good at reading a speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was amazing. But you get him off script, you get him off speech, and every other word he's saying is ah. Uh. Did you guys? Did yeah. you guys I notice that? that? It I drove me that. crazy mm-hmm. because, as somebody that publicly speaks, also I'm very, I try to be very conscious of not using the word uh it's a thought bridge it's a thought bridge um or uh it's terrible yeah one thing i and i just said it just now so i i say that very is saying you know and that's another one so there's you know uh um right those are words that you use to fill space and it's okay right to have a moment of silence actually you a moment of silence can actually work to build a point true so as i've been doing this stuff more i have learned to be very conscious about using those words and also just kind of sometimes taking just a pause in between what i'm saying right yeah yes it can be powerful in in terms of um bringing attention to what you want uh, people to listen to exactly yeah I want to play something here that uh, is going to kind of leave it, lead into the next segment, and I, 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 I thought this was hilarious, honestly. Um, Biden the other day, you know, he's always saying stupid things all the time. <laughs> uh, he made a comment that I, I kind of had to analyze. It's like, huh, okay, now, so what does that mean? Anyway, here we go. Let's see. Okay. Sorry, you guys. I'm producing the entire show, so. You're doing good. Oh, by the way. Okay. We're coming up the break. I'm going to save this for the, to lead into the next segment. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stella is out today, but, um, and I want you guys to continue having her in your prayers. We'll be right back. I want to, I want to play this little bit that I have here on Biden in which he says yet another stupid thing. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, hablamos espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. 
I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. To Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stella's out today. I'd like to invite you to check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can download uh, reruns of any of our previous shows. Also, the Rumble link is there if you want to use it on Friday mornings to come in and watch us live. You can watch us live on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noonish. And also, that's where we have the call-in line, so you can call in and join the conversation if you want to. seems like everybody is shy today and don't want to call in, including my drive-by person on Facebook. Apparently, he's too much of a chicken to call in and discuss why he thinks I'm an extreme right-winger, which I'm not. So, I want to share this latest... They, they, I like how they call them gaffes. Oh, yes. By Sleepy Creepy Joe. So I want, I want to show this to you. So here we go. Let's put that on right there. Hold on. Let me run it back. Audio was muted. Okay, here we go. Okay. On my watch, instead of Infrastructure Week, America's having Infrastructure Decade. Decade. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Trump just talks the talk. We now, what was that number? The walk. A million, three hundred trillion. Look. Uh, I. He likes to say America's a failing nation. Well, it is Frankly, under you. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I see shovels in the ground, cranes in the sky, people hard at work rebuilding America together. 
Okay, so... Let's talk about that. Okay, so... I, I, you know, I, I thought about what he said, okay? So he says, okay, I'm going to quote this here. He said, over a billion, 300 million, trillion, 300 million dollars. How many zeros is that? You know, me being the engineer, I had to think about this. Okay, so I did the math on this. Okay, so you've got, you have to do this in exponents too. Like, it's scientific, okay? okay. Because there's so many zeros. Yeah. Okay, so... We have a billion times 300 million times a trillion times 300 million. Now, that's the way I'm thinking it is. So that's how much money apparently Biden is spending on infrastructure. Wow. And you can't really express that. I don't even know what the, what the term is for 9 to the exponent 37. 37 zeros. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big number. And it, it, yet, it, there, I don't think there is a term for it. <laughs> and yet here in Albuquerque, there was only seven permits for uh, new buildings, commercial buildings, in the last couple of months. I mean, it. there are no – there's no infrastructure money here. It's all bogus. And uh, in my industry, it was – mining and highways and stuff like that and it there's just not a lot of money there's there's not a lot of money there it's bogus so where is the money going exactly where's the money going is it going to ukraine where is it going Mm. is it going back into biden's pocket i i don't know or the family's pocket Hard to say. Hard to say. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know. And then you talked about this Defense Authorization Act. Okay, being reenacted. I am so disappointed in Mike Johnson. I really thought that he sounded like somebody that was going to do good. Do good. Put his foot down. Buck stops here. None. No more of this nonsense. But just like they always do, they had literally years. To work on a budget, and but no, it has to come down to the wire, like it always does, right before Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. and that's like, oh well, you know, we got to get home, uh, you know, our family, you know, we're having our turkey dinners and hams, and and we're gonna have Christmas presents, and we're gonna spend time with family, and so we got to get this done. <clears throat> now you have reliable people like Rand Paul, which always says, no, I'm not going to vote for this. Now, this is, this is something interesting I found, okay, is that this thing, this, this bill, this defense authorization bill that they passed was 3,100 pages long. Oh, my gosh. 3,100 pages. And who reads it? Nobody. That's right. Nobody reads it. Now, and why does it have to be that long? Well, yeah. It, well, because they're shoving all the pork in there. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's little paragraphs, little one word. And and uh, for a long time, my wife was involved with the politics in New Mexico as a as a business advisor to the governor. And when the when the lawyers would stick one word in there and change one word, it changed the entire meaning of the page. And so normal folks don't 
don't appreciate that until you see the devastation. And uh, Mike Johnson's allegedly a serious Christian uh, leader of our country. He certainly comes off that way. That's what he tells you. Yeah. And yet, the there's money in the military for abortions and for trans folks, which, uh, if you're in a combat zone, at least from what little I know, is back in the day, if if you were kind of strange, you probably didn't live through the combat zone, even no matter right. what side you're on. Well, you know, without getting in too much to the weeds on that, I just want to make a point, okay? The military has a specific purpose. Yes, and I've mentioned this before, is that the military's purpose is to deal with something when diplomacy has broken down. Okay? Right. That's when diplomacy is broken down. Just like kind of like what the, you know the money laundering operation going on in Ukraine, which they passed that too, they and did. there were a lot of Republicans saying no, there's you know we need we're done with this. Ukraine is clearly a money laundering operation, absolutely. And and yet this Defense Authorization Act, okay, a few of the things which this pays for, which I don't understand why a single Republican voted for this, and I think they should all be primaried for voting for this. <clears throat> it it covers. Um, a 5.2% pay raise for troops. Okay, that's not a bad thing. Um, it authorizes funding for Ukraine, which a lot of these Republicans said, no, we're, we're done with Ukraine. A lot of countries are ending funding for Ukraine. You know, and an interesting thing that's going on over there is, is anybody talking to Putin? I'm not seeing any effort whatsoever to talk to Putin. You know, one thing they used to put Trump down for all the time when he was president and I think he was wonderful at this. Trump is really a great communicator. He's good at making deals. He's good at talking to people. He, he would often talk about Xi and and uh, and Kim Jong Un and and Putin as being strong leaders. And people would put him down for that. But no, they are strong leaders. Yes, they are. They're actually very good leaders. They are doing for their country what. Our president is supposed to be doing for our country, and that is looking out for what's good for their country. Right. That's exactly what they're doing, and they're doing a great job of that. You know, this whole thing going on in Ukraine is about one thing from what I've been able to tell. It's about wanting to make Ukraine a NATO country. That was how it all started. And there was an agreement after World War II that said, no, no, Ukraine's not going to be in NATO because Russia wanted a buffer between NATO and him mm-hmm. because he's looking out for Russia. So when this whole talk got it started about bringing Ukraine into NATO, which would mean bringing in some weapons and stuff like that into the border of Ukraine, pointed right at Russia, right at their border, right. that wasn't okay with him. Nobody is trying to talk to Putin. And instead, they're spending more and more money because it's like the scamdemic. A lot of people are making millions of dollars and getting rich off of this thing. That's a you know, Nikki Haley has been called out by Ramaswamy on the last couple of debates. I thought that was interesting. Oh, I love Ramaswamy because he's calling these people out and he's exposing them for what they are. You know, he's talking about how, hey, Nikki, you know, you're making millions of dollars off these these military contracts. Why would we want this war in Ukraine to end 
until we run out of Ukrainians. And heck, you know, Biden even mentioned the other day, he's threatened, well, you know, uh, when we run out of Ukrainians, we're going to have to send some U.S. soldiers over there to fight. Yeah. And the war is over over there, actually, because the Russians are now capturing 70-year-old guys and 13-year-old guys, and the rest of them are dead. They're, they're actually conscripting oh people that, that are in their 60s. <clears throat> wow. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're conscripting everybody. They're just dragging everybody off the street and then throwing them into the meat grinder. And these people don't even have any military training. So so they're going to run out of Ukrainians, kind of like the deal is, you know, when you run out of uh, other people's money, you know, well, they're going to run out of other people's Ukrainians eventually. And, and then Biden, because they're making crap loads of money off of this, these corrupt politicians, which it's starting to look more and more like it's the Uniparty, are making millions of dollars off these military contracts. And they even admitted the other day, Biden admitted that 90% of the money that is allocated for Ukraine stays in the United States because it's going to pay military contractors and, and then and then politicians, which it's not illegal for politicians to do insider training, know exactly what they're going to do. So they buy stock in these in these contract in these contractor companies and they make crap loads of money off of military contracts. So they want this war to keep going on forever because they're making tons of money off of it. And for some reason, these elites uh, think they're going to be protected when it all comes crashing down. The debt, the, the U.S. debt of presently a trillion dollars in interest debt uh, can't be repaid. So when the Chinese, when the Europeans, when whoever's holding uh, U.S. bonds, treasury bonds, go, hey, I want my money. The bonds are going to, they can't be repaid. And so that's going to turn things really upside down. I've heard from people who are much more in the know than I, because they're at a different level. Uh, They're expecting bank failures, bank closings, March, April, May, this next coming year. And so for folks that are living paycheck to paycheck, that's not very good. And... Even for folks that aren't living from paycheck to paycheck, if you're retired like me, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. Well, you know, I I talked about this, I think, a couple of years ago, I think, on my radio show when we were talking about the Russian military. They take... They take their military seriously. That they do. You know, they take the training of their soldiers' military They seriously. They take it seriously about who they actually have in the military. And there was this recruitment video, which I saw that came out apparently in Russia, in which they're showing, you know, Russians training for the military. Big, strong, muscular, shirtless guys running through yeah. you know, obstacle cor- uh, courses and lifting weights and shooting guns. And that's the kind of people that are in the in the Russian military. Versus but us. Versus us, in which our military has to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Because that's more important than anything, is to be inclusive. And this NDAA that these bunch of turncoat Republicans passed— Authorizes funding for Ukraine, which, like you said, Neil, is a war that was lost from the beginning. Okay. An extension of a controversial foreign surveillance program, which we're going to try to get to that. Uh, That's that 702 thing. And it also covers uh, 
cover sex change operations yep. and uh, and oh extension of section 702 it covers uh, sex change operations and it also covers abortions okay how is somebody that requires a sex change operation fit for duty why are they in the military at all good question okay what's this person going to do when they come up against one of these big strong muscular Russian Russian guys right that have been training and lifting weights and have learned how to kill people and break things how are they gonna how are they gonna match up against that person why why is this person in the military and why are why has the military become like a social club in which apparently people are having sex and and getting pregnant and having to get abortions. I I don't get that either. And why are we paying for this? And then you have to wonder. And then the and the, and the military wonders why you can't get able-bodied normal males to go no. join. You know, no, they're not, they're not going to join because they have to put up with that. And I think. They made the military get vaxxed, too. I mean, that, they did. Hello, let's just kill all our guys. Oh yeah, let's 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 experiment. Well, you know, <clears throat> the United States, even though it's it's a, a well kept secret, especially from people that don't study history. I study history. I I love studying history. Is that the United States has a history for experimenting on soldiers? Yeah, so uh, yes. Yes. And and this is yet just another thing. It's like, well, you're enlisted in the military, so you have to do whatever you're told. Either that or you're you're going to have to be kicked out of the military. Yeah, right. the, when they gave you the shots in my period of time back in the day, and that was in the 60s, uh, if you moved your arm, you got cut because it was not needles anymore. It was in direct injection with high-pressure guns. Yeah. And if you moved, I remember you, got, those. you got sliced. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid in school and there was a vaccination they were giving everybody in the school. I don't even know what the heck it was for now. Looking back, it kind of worries me. Uh, where they had this gun, and it's like, psh, yep. and it's like done. It's like, I kind of liked it better than having an injection. I, I'm scared to death of needles. Well, uh, if you made the medic mad, he would bang the needle on the table and then stab you with it, and that, that was... Ow! Yeah. It was, Ow! It was a lot of fun when you went to get the Gamma Goblin shot. Oh. You know, we were ta- Neil, we were talking about on the break, since both you and I are pilots, uh, and, and I've mentioned this before on my show, but we'll, we'll reiterate, reiterate, reiterate this since we've kind of gotten into this topic a little bit. And you were telling the story about uh, the pilot that... Uh, pretty much died in the cockpit oh. and, yeah tell that story to well, everybody okay i i follow because i'm a pilot i like to be as safe as i can be and so there are two folks that you can follow online bronco Lario's one and dan Grider's another and they analyze accidents and why people die in airplanes it's mm-hmm. mostly because you make stupid mistakes so the older you get the more you want to be conscious of your abilities it turns out back, oh, several years ago, there was a doctor, a heart doctor, uh, commuting from uh, Yuma, Arizona to uh, Montgomery Field in San Diego in a twin-engine airplane, uh, Cessna 340. It's a good airplane, very capable. And he ended up coming out of the clouds and killing a UPS delivery man in a, that was delivering a package to a home there in, in San Diego. And so they said it was, oh, a spatial disorientation. That was the reason. Well, 
when you listen to the tapes of the of the doctor flying, he had some serious problems. He was fully vaxxed, fully boosted, and Dan Greider's the only one that said, "Well, it's the vax that killed this guy." And it was one of the first first times that it had been mentioned that pilots are going to die when they're vaxxed. And and uh, it turns out that this guy's when you listen to the tapes, you can tell that he's there's some he's really something wrong with him and he was probably dead and they said it was spatial disorientation which means there was so much clouds close to the ground that you probably ended up not realizing you're going to end up in the dirt well in this particular approach there was a video from a doorbell that that there was at least 2,000 feet from the bottom of the clouds to the ground and the airplane went straight down there was no attempt whatsoever to, to change the airplane's attitude to angle anything. So the guy was already dead. The doc was dead in the airplane, which is why uh, there's no doubt in my mind the Vax killed this guy. But uh, it's, it's, the Vax is just bad. It's just, and then there's a self-replicating, it fixes itself, RMNA Vax now coming out. Are you kidding me? Not for me. Well, you know, Neil, they... Many, it's not new technology. No, it's many, not. many years ago when they were dealing with like mosquito malaria carrying mosquito populations and things like that that they wanted to get rid of. They invented the technology of self spreading vaccines. So, what they would do is they would, you know, it was impossible for them if they wanted to wipe out a whole population of mosquitoes in an area, um, y- you can't get them all. But there is a way to get them all. And how they were getting them all is they would infect a small number of them with a kind of a vaccination kind of a thing in which it would either render them um, uh, sterile or just kill them outright over time. And it would be very infectious. So they would infect a small group of them, let them go. They'd return back to their buddies, back at uh, wherever they were hanging out, infect them, and then before you know it, in a very short period of time, the entire population dies off. They're doing that in Florida with the mosquitoes even today, and it's uh, in probably the southern U.S., and it's it's not a good thing. No, it kind of makes you wonder this stuff that they're giving them. Okay, it may be for the purpose of just infecting other mosquitoes but what happens when that mosquito that's been given this drug decides to come along and uh, and and bite you and bite you I, 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 who knows i mean we don't believe in clinical clinical trials anymore we don't test things out over time we just put it on out there and the fda will approve it it's oh it's f don't worry about it. it's fda approved does that make anybody's uh anybody comfortable anymore when they say it's fda approved no. i hope not <laughs> it shouldn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fauci should be in jail too fauci should be uh tried for war crimes uh, i agree and probably hung by the neck until dead that that or, would be that would be or the... looking up at a guillotine yeah i like guillotines those are quick you know, they used to be back in the old days. They'd have it out on the public square, and right. and they just trot them right out there. And you know, imagine imagine if they had something like that today. What they could stream it on social media. They could put it on network news, and they could charge they could charge a fee, uh, like a like a uh, 
kind of like you, you do to watch like a like a, a boxing match or, or something. Uh, imagine, I, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't decided to do that just because of the pure reason that they could make them make a fortune off of it. Well, it's it goes public to the, executions. It goes to the Hamas uh, latest Israel thing where. They're live streaming the the rape and the murders and the beheadings. It's just pure evil. So oh you, yeah, you cannot. Uh, I don't know. I I find that difficult to believe that people would intentionally want to to film stuff like that and then just put it out. It just you know, war is a tough thing. It's just not a good place to be. And seeing people blown up. I I had the privilege of. Fly, as a pilot flying, I volunteered for Veterans Airlift Command and flew a lot of seriously wounded young people wherever they need to go, and and that's just that's just a life changing event when you see how some of them cope with their grievous injury. It's it just terrible. So I got an interesting uh, <clears throat> thing here that I want to play. <clears throat> You know, a lot of people in this country, I mean, we got like 50% of the people in this country just think Joe Biden is just wonderful. And and you wonder, how could that possibly be? Are these people not seeing what he's doing to the country? I think they're not seeing anything. There they're not seeing go. anything. I, I, I think that they are watching, they're watching mainstream media. They're watching MSNBC. They're watching CNN, which CNN's not quite as bad as it used to be. Um, they're watching this lefty news let's see what what did uh, Michael on here let's see oh uh, yeah all Biden is in it for is his crime family and foundation yeah I, I call it the Biden crime regime is the name I've given it yeah that's good yeah I think it's very fitting yeah I agree so there was this uh, Dan Bongino posted this on Instagram and where he was talking about these liberal news outlets in which they are talking about, oh, my God, if Trump gets elected, he's going to be a dictator and he's going to do this and that and the other thing. And I want you to listen to this. I'm just going to play the audio because there isn't really much video to look at on this one. So here we go. Let's see that. Oh, why do I have no audio? Hold on. Darn it. I like that. Oh, that's why it's muted. You got these little mute buttons on here. Okay. Okay. In the biggest dipsy do flipperoo you've ever seen. Check this out. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he Liz cannot Cheney. be the next president um, it, it, because if he is. You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada. We can't go oh to Canada gosh. because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the first lady. We're going to see violence, <laughs> the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail, or their rights might be suppressed. 
especially minority groups in society. Now, you might we? have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate enemy's generals. List. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. That was kind of what I was thinking, too, before he even did that. But, you know, you think about this, okay. That's what the Democrats are doing That's now. exactly what they're doing. That's what they're doing, yes. I, I mean, but here's the problem. Okay, the people that watch these idiots, okay, they're describing exactly what Biden is doing now. Right. Okay? And what about all these things? The, the, the vaccine passport. Okay, I, I listed some things off here. We already have Soviet-style gulags yes. in D.C. Right. In which we have prisoners that are held for years with no due process. The right. capital of our nation. Yes. Political enemies are being arrested by FBI goon squads, taken to jail, not being given any due process. All the stuff that those ridiculous excuses for journalists are saying is exactly what Biden is currently doing to conservatives now and political enemies. Yes. And it makes you wonder, are they that blind? Do they really not understand? Or are they just following along, uh, you know, in, in step with with the Democrat Party? Well, let's finish that thought in the next hour. Okay. And then we're going to also dig into the attack on Second Amendment rights, which I think is a discussion that uh, Jody will particularly like yeah. a lot. Um, so you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stella's out today. And uh, don't go anywhere because it's just going to keep on getting even better.